Folks, you can support the hardest working sports talk show in South Florida through Cash App or Venmo. Just search Cash Big O Show. Support us through Cash App or Venmo. Cash Big O Show. We thank you for your incredible support. The viewpoints, statements, or beliefs expressed on the following program by the host, guests, or callers are not necessarily the opinions of FantasyXS.com, Media Group, Inc., ownership, management, sponsors, or website. When it comes to South Florida sports teams, very few in the media have witnessed, lived, and covered it like the Big O. Let's start the program dedicated to your favorite South Florida teams with a passion that's unmatched. The Big O Radio Show is on. Here's the Big O. Hey, yes, sir. Oh, wait a minute. Here we go. Good afternoon. A Great and a blessed afternoon on a Sunday, wherever you are. If you're catching us live, if you're catching us maybe on your own time, because we know on demand is the largest audience that's out there, because that's the world we li- we live in. We kind of live on demand. But, you know, one of the things that we've adjusted to on this platform is when we have some breaking news yeah, a lot of times we wait till Monday and all that kind of stuff. We don't do that anymore. We try to address all that kind of stuff right in the moment because that's where we're at right now in the moment. And, you know, I'm super, you know, one of the themes on my show, if you watch the show every day, I've told you, forget the FUD. Forget all the idiots out there always trying to report negative shit and trying to bring the team down and all that stuff. This is a different Dolphins team I've been trying to tell you. And a lot of people, I think, misjudged last season. Last season was a really good football team that had a whole ton of bad luck, okay? And if they just get good luck this year, they're going to have a hell of a year. And now you add a guy like Jalen Ramsey. I mean, you know, this is – so for all the people that thought about, well, they don't have flexibility. They don't have a lot of trade flexibility, okay? Now they only have one third-rounder. Remember, they have two third-rounders. They gave away one now. Uh, for Jalen Ramsey, and they probably will adjust his salary now this year. The $17 million, they will probably rework that, give him like, you know, eight or ten of them up front or 12, and open up even more space there at the same time. So then you're only taking up a little bit of space in his first year, and you're pushing it down to like a fourth year and all that stuff. If you listen to when the Tua uh, fifth-year op- fifth option broke on Friday afternoon that we came back and did a special broadcast for that because that's what we do now. We talked to you about this, and we told you that they're going all in. And this is part of it, going all in. And you've got to make the run before you got to pay Tua, before you got to pay Jalen Phillips, before you got to pay Mr. Waddle. Okay, so those guys are all going to get paid in the next two to three years. They're all going to get big time salaries coming up and you can, you know, play with that first year salary. But then after that, the salaries are going to kick in and then that's when they're going to have to pay the piper. And then that's when things will be a little bit more limited. So. As I've told you many times on the show, they wasted their time with flow the first two years because he couldn't do the job, which was build an offensive staff to assess the quarterback. Mike McDaniel comes in, and in one offseason, he fixes that problem. Now you assess the quarterback. The quarterback's only issue we all know now. Well, some of you out there are still maybe on that that trip. But the real problem is he's just got to learn how to stay on the field. 
Okay. And it's all about bad luck, but it's also about bad decisions. And he's got to, you know, know when to get rid of the ball, right? Know when to hold him, know when to fold him, as, as Kenny Rogers would say. And the Dolphins are going for it. And Chris Greer is a guy that also has been, I think, you know, mistreated in, in, in the public. This is the best GM you've had in a long, 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 long time. Okay. This guy makes all kinds of terrific moves. He, he, you know, he, he found again McDaniel now uh, in the process after obviously not going well with, uh, with Flo. And now you're building a staff. McDaniel did what Flo couldn't do. Flo's a defensive guy that couldn't fix the offense. McDaniel's an offensive guy that fixed the defense by going to get Fangio. And so Chris Greer not only acquires Jalen Ramsey for a measly third-round pick, and you've got him locked in for three years now, right, in the prime of his career, not only are you locking him in, but then on top of all of that, you got rid of Hunter Long, dude. A guy you had had no place on this team. Flo's boy is gone. Mr. Boston College himself. So now you got rid of a Flo pick, too, on top of all of that. So, I mean, somebody, you would have to give somebody a pick to unload Hunter Long at this point. You would have to give up a sixth, seventh round pick, a fifth round pick or something so they could just absorb the salary. The Rams were willing to take it part of this trade. Like, okay, we'll give you a third round pick and Hunter Long, and you give us, you know, the, the third be- the third best rated corner in the NFL last year. Number three. Okay. I mean, that's a hell of a move by Chris Greer. I, this is a this is a you know, a, and we're coming off a Saturday where Inter Miami loses on an own goal, which, by the way, they haven't allowed a, a, an offensive score by anybody so far in three games. So it's not so bad, but they lost. The Heat lose in overtime after Jimmy hits a hell of a, a basket. The Panthers also lose. You know, it was a rough one yesterday. The Canes lost to Duke. It was rough yesterday. So today we needed some good news, and the Dolphins gave us some amazing news by trading for Jalen Ramsey. And I don't know personally for, you know, some of us that are invested, you know, Bitcoin is over 21,000 in the middle of a, of a banking crisis, which is, so it's a good day. It's a good day. Okay. It's a good day. I mean, this is a hell of a move and look, let's talk about this also. Okay. This is Fangio needing to do what he wants to do on defense, okay? Sometimes you'll hear some local sports shows in South Florida, and they'll have insiders that are so-called insiders, and they'll come on and they'll tell you some misinformation that Fangio's an attacking-style defense, and and you could tell that the the guy really doesn't watch it. But, you know, you listen to our platform. We bring on well-informed people like Ben Albright, who will tell you Fangio is not that kind of a defense. It's a bend-don't-break defense. It's one that forces you to be perfect downfield. And so you're dinking and dunking a lot because they're not going to give you anything over the top because they got a nice shell over the top. So you're screwed. you gotta, you got to work it underneath. So that's why you're going to see better coverage linebackers on this team this year. You're going to see 
now you now you're, there's a better cover corner now. You upgraded from Byron Jones two years ago. Now Cater Kohu is battling Nick Needham if Nick Needham gets a contract with the Achilles, you know, and he comes back and, and Trill Williams. All those guys will battle now for the nickel and dime spots. So all of a sudden, all that experience and that talent is battling for the nickel and the dime spot. So now you've got more of a coverage team. So expect the linebackers that they add to be more coverage linebackers. That's what he does with this defense, and that's part of Ramsey. Okay, now, I know some of you are concerned about this, just like I would be concerned about it. X-Man has not looked like himself, and he was clearly injured this year. I mean, there's no doubt. But as I told you on the show throughout the year, Byron would get released this year and X will get released next year, right? We we tell you, if you listen to our show every day, all right, if, yeah, sometimes maybe if you just listen to some segments, you may not catch all the nuggets. But we told you, right, Byron will get released this year. Sure enough, he's going to get released this year. And X will get released next year. Now, caveat to it all, like I always tell you every time, X knows he's going to get released this next year. His agent knows he's going to get released next year. X will come back super motivated to play well and play at a high level. So that way they will decide, okay, well, we keep him an extra year. Or do we take the cap hit, move on? And that, uh, But he's going to have to be motivated to convince the Dolphins to stay next year or to convince potential suitors that he can still play. X cannot follow up what he had this year next year. If he does, he ruins his career and he ruins his next window to make some extra money, okay? So if he wants to stay in the league and he wants to keep making money and not be considered a backup or a guy on decline, he has to come back super motivated for X alone, not for the Dolphins, not for his potential teams or anything, but if he wants to have, you know, extend his career a couple more years, he's going to have to come back super motivated. That's really good for the Miami Dolphins. That's that's an absolutely amazing thing going on right there. So good stuff. That gives you, you know, a lot of hope there. Uh, let me get to a couple of uh, Super Chats. Remember, you can make a donation since we're working hard on a Sunday on Cash App or Venmo at Cash Big O Show. That's Cash Big O Show on Cash App or Venmo, Cash Big O Show. And remember also... Uh, you can make a Bitcoin donation, too, on Cash App or Venmo. You all know, those of you that watch enough, those are my favorite donations when you send in a little Bitcoin. So on Cash App or Venmo, you can also make a Bitcoin donation. True Fin Fan is in, and he says, holy sh... Yeah. Uh, and he also sends in a second super chat. Thank you, True Fin Fan. X becomes our second corner, extends his career. Well... He has one season left in Miami. If he wants to extend it, he has to play at a high level next year. Or if not, they will have a window to get out of that deal also. Uh, Alexander Rene Diaz, thank you for the love on the super chat. They guaranteed the next two years, $36.9 million guaranteed. Um, yep. So they've got a lot of guarantees going on. Uh, Chris Greer turned DVP into Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> thank you will for the super chat appreciate you man uh yeah uh, Devonte parker the, that's the third round pick that you're talking about from new england he turned it into jalen ramsey that's that's basically no not only that he unloaded hunter long 
That's a third-round pick. Dude, I can't say enough. He also unloaded salary with Hunter Long. He unloaded a guy that took up a roster spot for no freaking reason at all. You know what I'm saying? So that that is huge, too. Let's not... Let's not also let that slide that he got rid of Hunter Long. Okay, that is so freaking huge. Frankie Fresco, thank you for the love on the super chat. He says, do we now move on from Nick Needham? I, I don't, you know, Frankie, it depends on what he's asking for for salary. You know, if he's asking for a lot of salary, then coming off the injury, then probably you will move on. But because of the injury, if it's at a discounted rate, then yeah, no, I don't, I don't think you'll you'll move on from him. You you can you can bring him back, and like I said, now you got Cater, you got Trill, and you got Nick, Frankie. We got to learn our lesson here, right? You can't have enough corners. So if you can bring them all back, dude, Nick Needham is a proven slot corner, and Cater Kohu is a, a proven young stud. Man, I love Cater. I love his athleticism. I love his toughness, his tackling ability. You know, Trill was showing me a lot also growing up. So I love that depth. And Cater has some some experience starting. So does Nick starting even outside. So God forbid, if you have any injuries, you have the experience of moving Kohu outside, need him outside, you know, and you still have Trill to play the, the nickel and those kind of things. So there's a lot of flexibility to keeping Nick Needham there too, and then the depth that you need for corners. So I wouldn't be so quick to be dismissive of Nick Needham. Uh, Alexander Rene Diaz once again with another super chat. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Somebody arrest Chris Greer because he's just committed theft on the Rams, LOL. It's great to be a Finns fan. Let's go. That's what I told you guys. I am not allowing the outside uh, cloud and the Tua haters and the McDaniel disbelievers or the Chris Greer disbelievers or dissing on this year's team that practically almost beat Buffalo completely ravaged with injuries in their third quarterback. Okay. I already told you guys, I told you I'm looking forward to free agency. See what's happening already. I'm looking forward to the draft. I know it's only going to be a few picks, but I'll be excited. I know last year's draft, will now become a factor this year in Tyndall and, and Azukama. I, I bet you that they're going to contribute more this year than they will justify the draft from the year. Hey, man, I remember some of you killing Christian Wilkins his first couple of years, and nobody says anything. So, you know, whatever, man. I, I, I'm not going to allow people to cloud what's going on. We got a great free agency run that's going to happen now. Then there's the draft, and then post-draft, undrafted players that we got to look forward to because you know there is a sealer there is a trill williams there is a kohu there is a nick needham you know they do find other players you know what i'm saying so i'm going to look forward to that then i'm looking forward to uh all the training camps coming up i'm looking forward to zach thomas getting inducted into the pro football hall of fame we're going to be there covering it all right, we're going to be doing shows every day from there. We'll be co covering the events, Sean and myself, okay? So we're going to be covering all this, and then we've got a beautiful preseason coming up, and we've got the 2023 regular season. This is a glorious time to be a Miami Dolphins. And instead of looking at all the negatives, I look at the positives. I love this young coach. He's got to tweak some things on game day, but he proved a lot to me this offseason again 
He kept Daryl Bevel when they, when people wanted him. He went and added Vic Fangio to complete that staff and get the head coach on that side. Okay. And this team injury riddled, never gave up and still made the playoffs. And if it wasn't for the aforementioned coach, if he wasn't, if he was a little better on game day, a little bit better prepared, which is okay. It's a rookie coach. He's a head coach and an offensive coordinator for a veteran coach. That's a lot of responsibility to handle, to be the head coach and the offensive coordinator. He's doing all of that in his first year. You know what I mean? So I'll give him a break. But if that guy handles it better and gets that plan on fourth and one, I, I just felt the momentum was all on the Dolphins' side. I, I like the Dolphins' chances. So I am not going to allow the people on the outside to create all kinds of FUD and all kinds of – because I know the past of the Dolphins – the last 20 years is kind of ugly, and I, I, I've i ripped it enough to know. But I've ripped it enough to know because it was shit. But what I'm seeing now, no, man, this is something special. It just got ram-roaded, railroaded, cock-blocked, slammed, you know, I, whatever you want to call it, you know, cursed, whatever. It was a terrible season where they just got burned with all kinds of injuries. And if they get the breaks this year where they can stay away from most of those injuries, I know you're going to suffer some, but Jesus, not as many catastrophic ones. Dolphins are going to be pretty damn good. Okay. So great move adding Ramsey to that secondary. Now Javon Holland, Ramsey and X-Men, and we'll see if Brandon Jones survives or do they go. And now, does the Ramsey move, okay, let, this is the other thing we got to ask ourselves now. A lot of us were talking about Jordan Poyer, right? He wants to be here, all of that stuff. Can they afford Jordan Poyer too? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because he wants a contract and he's in the prime of his career. Now, it would be amazing. If they get Jordan Poyer, holy crap, how the hell do you pass on that defense? You know what I'm saying? And and again, if these guys stay healthy, Jalen Phillips is going to have 10-plus sacks. I guarantee you that. Okay? Everybody's going to be eating and eating really good. Chubb will play well because his coach is here, knows who he is, how he can maximize him, all of those things. Wilkins will be a monster. He's not going anywhere. You know they're re-signing Wilkins. That's just a matter of time. Just like Bitcoin, just a matter of time before it takes over. You know what I'm saying? One of those things. But wow, I'm I'm just so excited for this season. You know, I'm, this past year just just gave me more ammunition. You know, and I know Tua can ball, and I'm glad he proved to everybody that he can ball. Now he's just got to play with this, play with his play with the head, use intelligence, get rid of the football, stay healthy and live for the next play, and I think everything will end up working out. So we'll see. Uh, this is uh, just the start. Well, let's hope so. Let's hope so. Uh, I think our defense will be dependent on the dogs on the, on the front four. If Chubb relaxes and takes plays off, it will be difficult. I don't think Chubb was taking plays off. Guy played with a broken hand. He just, if you watched him, 
He was just there close, but he wasn't able to capitalize. Uh, I, I, you know, Finn's dad, uh, I love when people make generalizations because it shows me you really didn't watch. Chubb wasn't taking plays off, dude. It just didn't go well. So, so let me ask you something, Finn's dad. So did Christian Wilkins, he, he took plays off the first couple of years or was he trying to figure things out and find his way? I'm, I'm trying to figure out. So when somebody doesn't play well, they take plays off. That's what you didn't watch the games, dude. You know, I, I'm not exactly sure. Look, listen, if you're going to make a characterization of somebody, then make it appropriate. You know what I'm saying? Chubb was not a guy taking plays off. I saw him play hard. I just saw that he wasn't making an impact. He wasn't getting there. He wasn't getting the, the pressures and the sacks that you needed overall. Although the metrics got better, supposedly, down the stretch. You know, I kind of like to see the end results more than the metrics at times. You know, like Jalen Phillips. So did Jalen Phillips not do his job? Because... He was all over the place. Now he didn't have the sack numbers that you want. You know, I, I just find it sometimes to be unfair. Sometimes some of you out there, you, you want to be Mr. Hot Take out there and then you throw shit out there that's absolutely inaccurate. Was he an impactful player? No. Does he need to be one? Yes. Was he taking plays off? No, dude, that's no. Uh, Vic Fangio's defense, Wilkins, Sealer, Phillips, Chubb, X, Ramsey, and Holland just need an upgraded inside line. I think that's coming. I think that's the one. And I want ba Bobby Wagner badly. Badly. Uh, I see that, um, uh, I see that, uh, Barry Jackson, uh, reported, uh, that Gardner Minshew is what he's hearing in the building. And by the way, who's been telling you for several weeks now? That Gardner Minshew, Andy Dalton, Taylor Henneke, that those would be my targets, and Minshew would be my number one target. You know, that that's the perfect backup quarterback. Um, I actually think that Gardner Minshew will play his best football in this offense. I I actually think that McDaniel can make him even play the best he's ever played in this offense. And so he's not going to be clamoring for the for the starter's job, right? Uh, he's got a great attitude. He's durable. He's lasted, and unlike you know Teddy Bridgewater, because I'm not about bringing Teddy Bridgewater back. I, I I like Teddy the person, but I just think physically he has some limitations, and uh, I just think you don't go in that direction. But Minshew or or then a Andy Dalton would be my second pick as backups. Remember. You know, because some guys on Twitter were like, oh, those guys. I'm like, you got to change your, your thinking. Nobody's talking about Gardner Minshew or Andy Dalton as your starter. We all know that if you do that, then you're probably not good enough at, at quarterback. But as backups, well, what do you expect to get a backup? You, you, Aaron Rodgers or something? Jimmy Garoppolo is going to come to be a backup? Uh, um Derek Carr is going to come to be a back. No, I mean, the guys that are like starter material are going to get starter jobs like Carr did, like Aaron Rodgers will, like obviously Garoppolo will. You're going to get the next tier. That's what you got to get at, at a backup quarterback. And for me, Minchu actually said it for a while. Makes sense. And now Barry says that's what he's hearing from the building. Hmm. Hmm. 
So, anyway. <sighs> Levante David, yeah, that would be a good one, too. That's a veteran linebacker. You won't be breaking the bank uh, for that one. You're right about that. Yeah, that makes sense. Levante David, I would I wouldn't complain about David if you don't get Wagner. If you get David, I'm I'm more than fine with that, dude. I mean that that's a hell of a player. The good thing is, here's the here's the other positive, Dolphin fans out there. There is a ton of linebackers available. Okay. So ton of linebackers. Anyway, so we got that going on. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, building a championship D. Yeah, and, and and by the way, Marcus, just to run off your point uh, on building a championship D, I think that's what the focus will be this year. I, I, I think on offense, you know, the tight end, right, or, or a tackle, I think a swing tackle, those kind of things, uh, those will be the options, you know, on offense. But on defense, I think that's going to be the main focus uh, this year, okay? And as I've told you guys, I want my boy Tucker Craft. That's who I want at tight end in the draft. Get me Tucker Craft because I don't think in free agency, um, Hayden Hurst is one that does fit. There's not a lot of two-way tight ends, okay? Hayden Hurst would be one that's going to be available in free agency, redrecover.com. Okay. By the way, 10% at redrecover.com. Use our code Big O. William Quigley in the house. Cutter's Edge. Yes, sir. Dade Broward, Palm Beach counties. Cutter's Edge, the landscapers for your business, for your home. Miami Dolphins have to be number three to five best team in the league now. Sign Wagner and top tier running back, and no telling what this team will do in the playoffs. I, I, they're not going to sign a top tier running back. That's not what Chris Greer does. Okay, they're, if they're going to spend their money, it's going to be in other places. But at running back, they'll bring back like Mostert, and and they already brought back Akeem. And let me tell you, um, uh, that young man was always prepared. So I, Ahmed, I'm sorry, uh, that was a really good move on their part. I think they really want to bring back Wilson and Mostert kind of keep the gang together again i don't think they're worried about their backs so much i think what they're really worried about is their offensive line and if they get their offensive line going if they get their tight end going look i talked about this the other day the part that people are missing completely about this offense is you did it without a consistent running game every week you know, like Brock Purdy hands it off or can throw it to Christian McCaffrey, but he has an impactful running game. And then he's got an impactful tight end. So Tua didn't have either one of those two. He had the occasional running back and no tight ends because they didn't even play Gesicki till the end of the year. So think about that. Those elements are don't even exist yet. So if you improve the offensive line, then the running game can be more consistent. And so now it becomes the weapon that Tua needs to help him in play action. And then the tight end. And then guess what happens, folks? You can't crowd the middle of the field anymore. Why? Because those linebackers have to come up to protect the run. And then somebody else has got to worry about a tight end. 
Last year, Miami didn't have a threatening tight end. So their job this year, this offseason, is to create a threatening weapon at tight end and make the run respectful. Where the linebackers say, we got to stop the run first. If we don't stop the run, that, that wasn't the job against Miami. It was stop two in the passing game. So then they figured it out. Okay, well, we don't, we don't have to. We don't, we don't have to fear the running game because they're not willing. And here's where McDaniel has to change his ways. In the Buffalo game, you're averaging seven yards a carry. In the Green Bay game, you're averaging nine yards a carry. And you stop running the ball. Those are the nights where you say, well, we're only going to pass the ball 20, 25 times. Why? Because we're gouging these mofos. We're going to run it 35 times on them. And you give Mostert his... 16, 18 carries, and you give Wilson another 12 carries, and then here comes Ahmed and picks up another five or six. And then Tua, hopefully this year, also will be taking advantage of those things too. When he's got an open field, take five, 10 yards, slide, live for the next play. Don't take on any hits. Don't put your shoulder into somebody and then come to the sideline and tell the coach, oh, no, coach, I needed that for me. No, you don't need that at all, kid. Okay? Tua, you don't need that. All right? You add those two ingredients to this offense, the consistent running game and the tight end. See, the people that don't know football, they talk about Brock Purdy, and he did a really nice job overall. But he also had everything at his disposal that was running like a well-oiled machine. So when you do have the three wide receivers, you have the tight end, you have the offensive line, you have the running game, then the job of the quarterback becomes that much easier. When you're Dan Marino and for 17 years you don't have a running game, it becomes a lot harder. And when you're Tua Tunga Bailoa and you're in a first-year offense and you're trying to learn everything and playing uh, defenses at a high level, and yeah, you got great receivers, but you don't have a weapon at tight end that's consistent and you don't have a running game that you can rely on all the time. That's a huge comfort zone, man. It's nice to be Kurt Warner and you throw to Oz Akeem, and you throw to Isaac Bruce, and you throw to Tory Holt, and all. But it's also nice to have Marshall Falk back there, right? It's really nice. So when you have a running game, it helps. Isaiah Pacheco gave them life this year in Kansas City. They needed that. They don't have high-end wide receivers. They have second-level receivers. They have an elite tight end. Or an offensive line that's elite, and then they and then they brought in a hard running, a hard young running back in in Isaiah Pacheco. I mean, it's you got that element helps, man. It's freaking awesome when you have it. And this year, while you have a Vic Fangio and you hope to improve your defense, hell yeah, you will improve your defense. But at the same time, on offense, you must add those two elements. And if you add those two elements, look out, baby. Look out. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. That's what I'm telling you. Don't allow all this crap out there to bother you. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Uh, 
Eric says people remember back in 2019, 14 years ago, um, four, well, no, four years ago, when this arguably was the worst roster in the NFL, basically an XFL team in four years, Greer has put together a Super Bowl contender. We got a great front office, I've been saying for a couple of years. They will prove to be one of the best front offices in the NFL. So I'm not worried about it, man. I'm going to enjoy the ride. Uh, Christian Hernandez says, now Dolphins just need a QB. <sighs> you got stupid people all over the place. What can I tell you? What can I tell you? Morons that no, that don't know football. You can find them all over. But for Chris Greer, you know what we got to go with, right? Oh, you know, I got Perdomo on here. We got him. The victory cigar goes to Chris Greer today. Whew. That is just freaking awesome, dude. Brett, I um, Tanner Connor is a very interesting athlete. Hasn't made the crossover yet to tight end, but we'll see. You can go check. I have an interview with Tanner Connor up on the website. Uh, you could go back. We did it during the season. Might have been like week, I don't know, six five, seven, something like that. Back in September, October, somewhere there. Yeah, probably October. Um, go back and check it out there. We got Tanner Connor, and it's a pretty good interview. And he talks about what kind of player he is, what style, and those kind of things. So you may want to go check out Tanner Connor. He did not look good, just like Braylon Sanders. Uh, neither one looked good every time they got an opportunity, but they're young, so I'm not ready to give up on young players like my boy Omar Kelly does all the time. He gives up on young players very quickly. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing Tanner Connor in, in, the, uh, in training camp in the preseason to see if he makes any kind of progress. That'll be pretty cool. That'll be very cool. I'm still waiting for Christian Wilkins to uh, get he, – he'll get his extension. I'm not worried about that. That will end up happening guaranteed. That's the kind of stuff. It's the same crap as as Fangio and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's all it, – it's the same thing. Oh, Vic Fangio. And he was signing. He was signing and – some of you out there, you were all panicking and all that stuff. The Christian Wilkins move will definitely happen. Uh, Andy Zomback, thank you for the love on Venmo. He says, fins up from New York. I can't recall in a very long time when our team has had potentially a great offense and defense in the same year. Has not happened. Has not happened. Never happened in the Marino era. Has not happened since the 70s, my brother. We our our dolphin franchise, okay. No matter how old or young you are, all right. You look at it now. The defense wasn't good enough because it was all injured in the secondary, and you had an offense, right? For years, you've had defenses with the Cam Wakes of the world, and then before that, the Jason Taylors and the Zach Thomases, and you never had enough offense. And then with Jimmy Johnson, you Jimmy tore down the offense incredibly stupid and then started to build up the defense and you didn't have enough offense you had kareem abdul jabbar the uh, the expert at one yard touchdowns and then you go before that right and then it's the marino years 
where it's all offense, there's no defense. You got to deal with Jay Brophy and, you know, crap like that. It's it, it just doesn't work. You know, William Judson and J.B. Brown and Paul Langford and, you know, all, all this kind of garbage that you had to deal with on defense that was just absolutely terrible and mediocre. And so Marino would score a lot of points, but the defense would allow more. And it was, and then you got to, before that, it was Woodstock. So the defense was good enough, but your offense once it was just kind of like, you know, put together. And you have to go back to the 70s when you had the no-name defense and you had Greasy and Paul Warfield and Zonka Kick Morris and you had a monster offensive line. That was the last time the Dolphins truly, truly had balance. Okay? I'm not talking about, well, you know, this one year the offense was pretty good and the defense was, oh, it was half decent. No, 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 no. You, you haven't been really good on both since the 70s. Shula, after the 70s, could not find the right balance. God bless him. He tried, dude. He tried to get Sammy Smith and David Overstreet, and he, and he had bad luck and everything else and trading for Eric Green. And he, he, he did some stuff, and, and he did the defense. He tried also drafting all kinds of players from the Kumaros of the world and all that, and it just didn't work. You trade for Hugh Green. He blows out his knee. You know, all kinds of shit that happened over the years. You trade Anthony Carter, Robinson line. I mean, uh, you know, it, 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 it's been an imbalance throughout the history of the Miami Dolphins. This is the first time, okay? And last year would have been the first time. This would have been the second time. I truly believe if the, if the secondary is healthy, the front seven gets more sacks, okay? If Jalen Ramsey, X and Javon Holland are healthy, the guys in the front are going to eat. And they're going to eat a lot. Okay? They're going to eat a lot. They're going to get sacks. They're going to chew up a lot of territory. It's going to be a lot of fun. But that has been the, the bugaboo for the Dolphins for decades. Imbalance. Okay? That's kind of what it, what's gone on, unfortunately. But, yeah. So, there you go. Holland makes me jump to the next level now with Ramsey and a healthy X. Hopefully, we get a healthy Brandon Jones back in time for the season opener. Yeah, uh, I'll be interested to see if Fangio uh, moves with him or moves off of him. So, we'll see. The price uh, just went up for a DT. Darren Payne agreed to a four-year $90 million contract. With Washington. Yeah, but how much are the guarantees? That's what really matters. It's not really the overall number, Peter. It's all about the guarantees, my friend. The overall number is is fantasy football. Um, EJ Barro, thank you for the love on the super chat. He says, here's a toast to Chris and the big man. The big O breaking at breaking it all weekend long. Gentlemen, this buds for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And this victory cigar is for you. Okay? Give me that victory. 
There we go. I like it. 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 Okay. What else do we have going on in the world of sports? Let me make sure here on Cash App. Nothing on Cash App. Just got to make sure. Uh, remember, you can make a donation through Cash App or Venmo at Cash Big O Show. That is Cash Big O Show. Uh, don't forget, Nature B is a proud sponsor of our program. We talk about Nature B all the time. And right now, you can get those two golden capsules for only $85 for 100 days. 200 capsules. It's a 100-day supply for only $85. Heightened libido, allergy relief, less stress. Fuller hair, stronger nails. I think this is the reason why my hair is so full also, okay? Because Nature B also has helped me out in that sense too. You know, it's Red Recover filling up this spot and then Nature B helping out overall. But we got a great deal going on right now. A 100-day supply, that's 200 capsules, only 85 cents a day for $85. Plus, we're going to throw in a free Manuka Honey Lip Balm Go to naturebee.com slash big O. That's naturebee.com slash big O. And listen, we're in a virus-filled world. You you see it all. I rarely get a cold. And I've been taking Nature Bee for 20 years. So go to naturebee.com slash big O. It's great for kids. It's great for the adults. It's all natural. It comes from clean, green New Zealand. So, it, I mean, all natural. Even the kids can take it. And you can't even OD on it. You can take 10, 20, 30 of them, and all you're going to do is you know, just take your level of protection to another level, another level, because it's all natural. You can even break the capsule up and drink the powder straight, and it won't even taste nasty like every other capsule you try to break up. Why? Because it's actually pure plant pollen, okay? Read up on it. You'll see. Naturebee.com slash big O. The benefits are endless. Oh, Chris Johnson and Callie, thank you for the love on the Super Chat. He threw in a sticker and everything with Keep It Up. Thank you, sir. Uh, Rastaman says, can you confirm if Hunter Long uh, passed gas during the one-on-ones with McDaniel, which is why he was traded? Uh, I think he was traded because he doesn't fit anything they're doing here. So Flo's boy is gone. Okay. Uh, Bobby Wagner, make it happen. Let's see. Let's see. Raekwon Davis is a is definitely a, a, a another subject for another day, but Raekwon unfortunately has not lived up yet to his draft status. Unfortunately, you know, uh, terrific talent. So, uh, let's see. Sixty million, by the way, is guaranteed for Adam Payne. So, four year deal. So it's really a three-year deal, $60 million, $20 million a year, and you're out of the contract. That's about what he was going to get. So I'm not – see what I'm saying? I, I just looked it up now. It's not a big deal. That doesn't really change much overall. And remember, that's Washington. We're in Florida. No tax state. Our money goes a little – it goes a little, uh, little. Uh, it stretches a little longer than, than Washington's. Just like Bitcoin will stretch out a lot longer and a lot more than the dollar, or the yen, or the pound, or the euro, or whatever failed currency is coming up all throughout the world. Since all federal banks, all across the world, have 
pretty much, you know, ruined every currency in the world. Anyway, uh, what else do we have here? Uh, wait a minute. How about this? Let's do this, folks. You guys want to hear from Jalen Ramsey? Let's hear from Jalen Ramsey. Cameron Wolf, I think, caught up to him. We can actually pull it up for you right here. All right, I will do that. It looks like Cam Wolf was able to catch up with the uh, with Jalen Ramsey. And let's uh, play that interview for you. Get that going. Here we go. Okay. All right, you guys want to hear from Jalen Ramsey? Let's do it. Don't you love technology? Breaking news comes on. We're here for you. Okay, let me make sure. All right, you got the whole picture there. All right, you guys ready? Here with the newest Dolphin, Jalen Ramsey. How you feeling? I feel great, man. This is something that I've been praying about for a long time. And David made it happen. I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm super excited to be close to the fam. Shout out to David. You and Dolphin, baby. The fam back in Florida. It's going to be fun. What are Dolphin fans getting? Man, I'm going to get a, a leader, one of the biggest competitors ever. I'm going to make my teammates better. All, all the guys that I got around me, obviously, you know, you got X-Men, you got Vine, you got the blue line that you know going crazy with Christian holding that down in the offense. You already know what they talking about, Tyree. They look to him, man. Come on, man. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. It's going to get to work, though. Are you talking about training camps? Are you been tweeting about it? What the one on ones going to look like? It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I'm glad it happened in practice now. I ain't got to go out of the game no more. See a problem, but he's going to make me better and I'm going to make him better. It's going to be cool. So you can't hit him like you did in the Pro Bowl. I ain't never going to do that again. That's why I had to. You feel me? Maybe I was foreseeing something and I had to take that opportunity then and there. Actually, last one for me. I know that you have been on the championship team. You see the roster they had. They made the move for Tyree, for Bradley, not you. Where are you guys in comparison to competing for that championship? Uh, man, that's always goes. You know, try to get back to the Super Bowl and, and win the Super Bowl. So uh, I'm just another piece of the puzzle. I ain't gonna say that I'm, I'm gonna bring all that there, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring you know that piece of the puzzle there. I got some experience in it. I'm gonna hopefully help those guys uh, visualize it, and then we gonna go get it. But we gotta put the work in, though. Congrats, brother. There you go. All right, all right, all right. Uh, let me. Get that out. All right. So he's happy to be here, excited, excited to be back in Florida, looking forward to playing and practicing against Tyreek. And obviously he talked about the the uh, the hit in the Pro Bowl. Uh talked about how he's gonna make him better and he'll make he'll make him better and he's gonna make him better. All the regular stuff, all the all the cliches that you wanted to hear are pretty much said there you know, overall, but they're getting themselves, you know, one hell of a player, man. I got to tell you, I never thought if you tell me, oh, they're going to trade for Jalen. I'm like, come on, man. They're not going to, they're not going to take that salary on and all that. And Chris Green make, he's no joke, bro. He is, they're going for it. You know, you saw the Rams go for it that year and they won the title. You see Kansas city, they go for it. They sign their guys. They, they make whatever moves they have to do. You have to go that way. You have to try to make it happen. The window is now for the Miami Dolphins. 
You have to do it now before you have to pay Tua, before you have to pay Jalen Jalen uh, Phillips, before you have to play pay Jalen Waddle, and and those guys are going to come up. Oh, by the way, there's a safety we just talked about. You know, he's pretty good, and you're going to have to pay him too next year. So all and you, but you can you know buy another year off of it next year. You know, you can extend it and give him a low number, and then. It, but it eventually all of this comes to a head. That's why I explained it on the last video uh, when the Tua story broke in the afternoon and we came on and did an extra show what was going to end up happening. So just uh, amazing stuff to watch the Dolphins make this kind of a move. Uh, it's impressive as hell. It, it really is. And it just shows you also the dedication that they have to to the show. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? All right. I'm trying to see if there's anything else. Uh, by the way, Pro Football Focus rated Ramsey third amongst all CBs behind Sauce Gardner and Pat Sertan Jr. Okay. And at 28, pretty good. Poyer's 31, I think. So he's still at a good age for a safety. He, you can get a couple of years out of him. That's the thing about the Poyer deal. You won't need to sign him to a long-term contract. And he's still kind of in his prime. I think he'll be 32 in a couple months or something. But he's still young enough that you can get a couple of years at safety. If he was a corner, I'd be a little concerned. But at safety, you can still get a couple of years out of Poyer. So it'll probably be like a three-year deal where he plays two, and then he's out. That's kind of the way they would. Again, that's if they would do the Poyer deal. And Poyer does at the back end of his, uh, you know, he's still in his prime, but the back end of the prime, do you give the Dolphins a little bit of a discount? And then you got the no tax state thing. And do you want to come here or do you want to go somewhere else for more money, but maybe not as good a team? It'll be interesting to see what else they, they end up uh, doing. But the fact that they got rid of Hunter Long in this deal is impressive as hell. Okay, absolutely impressive. And I think other other players around the league will be watching this, you know. So. Crazy stuff. All right, what else do we have? Damn, Big O, when I heard about the trade, I thought it was Gordon Ramsay as a nutrition coach that yells at everybody that shows up to camp overweight. Uh, yeah, that's the other thing. That's a good, that's a good point for, um, Mario. He says, yeah, Rogers might reconsider to stay in the NFC now. Yeah. It's going to be fun, bro. Josh Allen, you know, let's go, baby. Bring it, bring it. Dolphins should have beaten Josh Allen three times last year. Okay. Three freaking times. If everybody does their part, they, they, sh they easily win the second game, right? And and then um, in the third game, obviously the coach screwed that one up, and that you you had you had a chance to win that game. That's the other thing that I that's why I'm telling you I I don't allow people to create doubt in this world of mine for the Dolphins. Not this Dolphins team. I'm sorry, this Dolphins team's for real. They just had a bunch of look how well they played the 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 the, the Bills these last three times this year. 
you can tell they're right there, dude. They're right there. And this is the year where they overtake them and take over that division. So I can't wait for that. Uh, what else do we have on the chat board there going on? Uh, I know that Greer's not building a fantasy roster, but who, uh, but who here would be pissed if he trades for Henry? Chances are slim, but it's fun to imagine. Yeah, I don't think that that's going to happen. I don't think they're going to take on that kind of a salary at that position. And at this age now for Henry, it's too risky. Too risky. He's already taken a beating, man. They ran him to the ground in Alabama, and they run him into the ground in the NFL. And I know he's big and strong, and he's a freak, but eventually this league will break you down. It's exactly what's going on with Lamar Jackson and why a lot of people may not want to give Lamar Jackson a contract. One, he wants a fully guaranteed contract. Two, he's missed 10 games the last two years. He's a contact player. At quarterback, you're not supposed to be one. And because he can't make a living from the pocket, you know, he can't do a game where he only rushes one or two times, three times for 12, 15 yards just to convert a first down or two. No, he has to have a large chunk of running because that's the only way his game works. And eventually, there'll be a Haloti Nada moment and his career will be over. And so that's what people see. His, his type of quarterback will not last, doesn't age well. Same thing. So you can't, you know, it's depending on the style of the game, uh, running backs don't age well. Taking a pounding, taking a pounding after a certain amount of time. I don't care if you're Christian Okoye. I, I, I don't care if you're Marion Butts. I don't care if you're Natron Means. I don't care if you're because nobody's been Derrick Henry, but I'm trying to remember like the big backs in the NFL. They all wore down, dude. They all wore down. Christian Okoye was a hammer until he couldn't drive the nails anymore. You know, those of you that are older, you know what I'm talking about, or maybe you didn't realize it and now you're piecing it all together. You know what I'm saying? You know the history of the game. You've seen the big backs. They all run down, bro. They all wear down. And right now, the Derrick Henry move would be very risky at this point. Very risky. Depend and also if they're asking for a lot, which they probably will still be asking. Uh, could Chris Greer trade Wilkins? Uh, yes, he could. Yes, he could. But um, I don't think that that's going to happen. They're going to sign him. So don't start with all the hypotheticals and all that kind of shit. They'll sign him. Uh, Big O, here's the thing with Derrick Henry. He will, la he will last long here with the Dolphins because he won't have to carry the entire team in offense with our team. So no more wear. No, I, I, this, I, too extreme. I think he's already had the wear and tear. He went down a whole yard, I think it was, on his yardage per carry this year. You have to be very careful. Eddie George, yeah. Eddie George wore, wore down. Jerome Bettis. Yeah, yeah, but Jerome Bettis got old, you know. He lasted a while. 
Earl Campbell, yeah. Earl Campbell wore down too, but he also played on that. Oh my God, he played on that Astrodome turf. That was terrible. Is there a team with more elite talent heavily on both sides of the ball? And this offseason hasn't even started yet. What do you think of getting Minshew, Rush, or Henneke as a backup? I like Minshew. I like Cooper Rush. I'm not sure he fits this offense. Okay? That's my problem with that one. I like Cooper Rush, but I don't know about this offense. Because there's a lot of anticipatory things that go with this offense, a timing type of thing. And there's windows that you, and there's second and, and third level windows. And you have to be, you have to almost have foresight to run that playbook the way they have all the motion and everything going on. And so you, you will have, like that one play that I remember Poopart wasn't impressed with, but I was super impressed with because it was a play where, it had Tyreek going through two windows and there were two options and you got to know as the quarterback, which of those windows is going to be open. And he went with the second level window. Right. And I was super impressed because he threw that second level window in between four players. Right. And then Poopart wasn't impressed. And then the same week, Kurt Warner pulls up that play and says, that's a freaking awesome play. <laughs> So I don't know if you if you if you follow the show a lot, you'll remember that week, and 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 that's what this offense requires. It requires just incredible vision and anticipatory skills. I'm not sure Cooper Rush has those anticipatory skills. So that's why I tell you that. Okay, uh, Jermaine West Bay, what's up, baby? Big O, Ramsey's not a big INT guy, but talk about Ramsey on the other side means for a healthy, motivated X, Hall of Fame defining year possibly. Uh, he, he got four interceptions last year and four the year before, and he was rated the number three corner in the NFL. Now, remember, sometimes you don't get a lot of interceptions because they don't throw your way, okay? So that's the thing. So since they don't throw your way, you know, that that's that would be the the issue there. And by the way, thank you, Mr. West Bay. He gave me this card. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. That's my uh, my two of crypto. Thank you, Jameis. Um, what else do we have? I want Poyer. Uh, Levante David or Wagner I think Edmonds will be too much money then Andy Dalton or Minshew for backup sign the best right tackle available bring back the running backs and draft a tight end in the draft uh, Big O just heard about the trade for Ramsey Finns all in yes yes sir we've been talking about it for a little while now I don't know how long I've been on but we've been talking about it for a little while there I uh, do want to remind you, EJD Construction is a proud sponsor of our program, folks, uh, Dade and Broward County. So if you're looking uh, to redo your home, uh, add a second floor, you know, the, uh, we're hearing uh, because of some financial issues, families are consolidating. So maybe you got to expand the home by a room. You need a someone that is a 
custom home construction, major home remodeling, full contractor, EJD construction can do that for you. One of our listeners built an observation deck and everything in their home with EJD construction. So check it out. 305-433-4843. That's 305-433-4843. There you go. Uh, IBRNB22. Cam Wolf just posted a short interview with Jalen Ramsey. Yes, sir. We already played it. Thank you for just tuning in and dropping a super chat. You can rewind and check out the interview if you want. Everybody else uh, was able to check it out that was on here with us. Uh, I, I like Kurt Warner's assessment of Tua. He was similar QB. He didn't have a cannon for an arm, but was really accurate and anticipated. I uh, I feel he really anticipates Tua's game. Exactly. You are correct, sir. Yep. William says, you can bring back the same running backs and think they're going to save your season. If Tua gets hurt again, you need a running back with experience. If Tua gets hurt, William, what the hell are you talking about, dude? The season's over. If Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, the season's over. If Pat Mahomes gets hurt, the season's over. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? What kind of stupid shit is that? Oh, if Dan Marino gets hurt, well, you know, we'll we'll bring Damon Hewitt and he'll save the season. Come on, bro. What, what kind of stupid shit is that? Was Baltimore nearly as effective with Huntley than they were with Lamar? I, I must have missed it. I, I love these guys. Well, we need somebody because the quarterback gets hurt. It's the same shit with the backup. Well, we need this backup because if the starter gets, bro, if your starter gets hurt, it's over. I get it. Jeff Hostetler pulled out a team once. I understand Nick Foles did it. I I get it. It, You know, if you have like a monster ass team, then yeah, Trent Dilfer will take you to a Super Bowl. A backup quarterback can take you to a Super Bowl. If you have a monster team on both sides of the ball. But let's be honest, 99% of the time, if Tua or whoever your starting quarterback is, it's freaking over, dude. I'm sorry, last time I checked, how many championships do do the Titans have? And they have Derrick Henry every year. Thanks for playing. Walter Payton ran his his brains out every year. But he had Bob Avellini and Mike Evans until he got Jim McMahon. And then when Jim McMahon got hurt, oh, my God, what happened to the Bears? Thanks for playing. Come on, dude. Uh, You know, let's stop with the stupid shit. If If your starter goes down, it's over. It's over. No running back's going to save you. And guess what? 99% of the time, no backup quarterback's going to save you either. Jesus. Bigo, imagine what going against this defense will do for improving our offense. How much will McDaniel benefit figuring out how to beat it? Well, um, I'm sure he's watched it and... That's probably why he wanted it badly. And that's why those two were like rumored to be together the entire time. You know, 
what do you think our biggest need is on both sides of the ball? I've talked about it already uh, earlier on the show. Uh, I doubt Finns go after Derrick Henry. They're not going. They're not going after Derrick Henry. Uh, just like I told you before, they're not going to go after Saquon Barkley. That is not Chris Greer's mo. Okay, now his mo is Byron Jones and Jalen Ramsey. His mo is to draft Minka. Right. His mo is to draft X. Right. Mo is to find Needham and Kohu and Trill Williams and Brandon Jones in the draft, right? So um, uh, Javon Holland in the draft. So one thing that we see with with Chris Greer, his mo is that he will pay for corners and he will draft and 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 uh, draft corners and safeties. It's already there. The blueprint's there. So now we know for years to come, when Ramsey and X are gone, if there's an elite corner available, Chris Greer could be in play for the guy because he has proven that. What has he done at running back? Does he trade for a top running back? No. Does he sign a top running back? No. No. The, the, the most he does is Kenyon Drake, and he wasn't really in charge then. You know, that was really Tannenbaum and Gase were really still cock blocking him in those days. So I'm not sure if that's his guy or not. But what was Kenyon Drake, a third or fourth rounder? That's about the highest he goes. If not, it's Miles Gaskin. It's go get Jeff Wilson. It's get Raheem Mostert. It's not really go get a front line back. That's his M.O. So you're 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 watching it develop in front of you, right? So follow the 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 blueprint already as it is. And the blueprint so far has been that he doesn't pay for running backs in the draft or in free agency. And what I mean by in the draft is, you know, first or second round pick. And I get it, first rounders almost nobody does it, right? On maybe back end of the first round, unless the guy's a total freak, then maybe they pick him in the top 10. But outside of that, he has no interest in taking running backs high in the draft or paying a lot of money for running backs. But he will pay for an offensive lineman. So I think he'd rather bring back Mostert, Wilson, and Ahmed, but he wants to improve that offensive line. That's what, because he pays for Connor Williams and he pays for Teron Armstead. So could he pay for another lineman? Yeah. A running back? No. No. So no no Derrick Henry, no Saquon Barkley, none of that is going to happen. Okay? I, at least that's that would be my 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 uh my opinion on that. AJ Eckley, thank you for the love on the super chat. He says some people just can't be happy. They always want to find something negative. I know, right? Yep. Linebacker next. You agree, oh, I don't know if it's next, but I agree that there's going to be an impact linebacker, Bill. I think there's going to be a big-name linebacker added to this team. They need it. They have to have it. They have to have an inside linebacker that's an absolute badass. They cannot go without it, and this is the offseason to get it. There are several that's out there. So, hell yeah. 
Uh, I think linebacker is, if it's not next, it's right after or whatever. But it, it's it has to be, I believe, a huge priority now, even more than the safety. That's the way I would look at it. Okay? So... Anyway, uh, what else do we have going on? Let me, uh, Bitcoin holding now over 21,000. I love it. I love it. What else do we have? Uh, Big O, you've seen the middle linebacker from Washington State, uh huh, or the Alabama. Both look like studs, maybe in the third round. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I, I got to let's finish free agency first. Let's see what they do in free agency. And then I'll have a better feel for the draft. The one position that I will tell you, it looks like for the draft would be more tight end because I think Hayden Hurst is about the only one that fits what they do here. If they want Hayden Hurst then they solve their problems and they don't have to go in the draft and get the guy. If they don't get Hayden Hurst in the draft, then they can go and get my boy, you know, in the second or third rounds. I, I'm sure he'll be there in the second round. I don't know if he'll be there for that third round pick, but he'll definitely be there for the second round pick. But I think tight end is kind of limited what's available in free agency. So if they don't get their kind of two-way tight end, there's a couple in the draft, and that's one of them. So we'll see. Uh, they better draft a running back second round. I, They're not going to draft a, a second round running back. I just told you that. Jack Campbell from Iowa would be great. Uh, but I think Tucker is a great tight end. However, I think Sam Laporta is the guy who would definitely be great for what we need. Plus, I don't know if Campbell lasts to the second round. I like him. But I kind of think he's going to go before the 51st pick in the draft. I don't know about you guys. I'm not going to be a homer here and think, oh, well, you know. No, I, I think Jack Campbell deserves to go higher than 51. That's just me. I don't know shit. I'm just a big mouth that does a radio show. That's it. But personally for myself, eh, I, uh, I'm, kind of a, I'm kind of a fan of, uh, of going in that direction. Okay? Won't those picks be going? To, no, just the 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 pick they got from the uh, Patriots for for Devontae Parker. They have two first round, two third rounders. They gave the one they got from Devontae Parker's trade from the Patriots to the Rams. That's the one they still own theirs. Okay. Uh, you're right. Oh, he could be gone. I hope the team that needs uh, linebackers gets one in free agency. Yeah. Plus, you need a veteran. I think right now to make an immediate. Uh, transition if you get a rookie linebacker it might take him a little while to make that transition you understand so that's that's the other thing that you've got to look what happened with Channing Tindall this year hopefully now Chan Channing will become a bigger part of the defense this year but he had a transitional year where he struggled to obviously learn the playbook and where he was supposed to be which happens to a lot of young players they, it takes them some guys adjust quickly like Zach and some guy, or or um, what's it called, um, Javon Holland, 
made an immediate adjustment. You know what I'm saying? Brandon Jones, gradual adjustment. He got better and better and better in coverage, right? It was gradual for him. It wasn't an easy transition for him. He was pretty good against the run. He was pretty good as a blitzing, you know, uh, safety. But Brandon struggled in coverage. And that was his weakness. So he had to get better in that area. Some guys are like that, man. You you got to have some patience for some of these guys. So if you take a, a middle line, let's say Jack, as much as I like the kid, what if he struggles the first year? You don't have time for this. You know, that, that gift from that, I ain't got time for that, right? This is a, a Super Bowl run the next two years. You can't really screw around and not have somebody there that is, okay? They might be, the Lord might have blessed them with the right gifts, but the maturity is not there yet. And you just can't speed up the process of maturity. Uh, oh, which positions we have need will be addressed in the draft? Well, well, we'll find out. We'll find out, Justin. I, I got to see. I didn't expect them to get a corner in free agency. Now they did. So now that's definitely out in the draft. So I got to see what they finish in free agency. I don't like playing the hypothetical game. That's why when you guys kept telling me about Saquon, I said, first of all, I don't think they'll do it anyways because it's big money player. But second, I said, let's wait to find out who gets tagged and who doesn't. And then Saquon got tagged. And that's why I didn't want to, I don't want to waste my time with all that. I can talk Poyer because it's already been known that he's not going to get tagged. He's going to become a free agent. I can talk about Wagner because it's already been reported. He's going to be released. He'll be available now. So I can talk about all those things because these people are going to be released. But let's, I'm not going to get into the draft yet and what they need and what they should go after until I see what they filled in free agency. Then I'll have a better feel, not an exact feel, but a better feel for what direction they should go in in the draft. So that's how I kind of handle it on the show. Okay? So there we go. All right, guys. I uh, I think it's time to wrap it up here on the show. You know, I uh, will be on again tomorrow morning for several hours. So I appreciate all of you out there as always. Thank you. Um, we will uh, see you all tomorrow, same time, 10 a.m., same place, same bat channel. Folks, you can support the hardest working sports talk show in South Florida through Cash App or Venmo. Just search Cash Big O Show. Support us through Cash App or Venmo. Cash Big O Show. We thank you for your incredible support. The viewpoint, statements, or beliefs expressed on the following program by the host, guests, or callers are not necessarily the opinions of FantasyXS.com, Media Group, Inc., ownership, management, sponsors, or website.